0: Well, here we are, episode five of season two of the Pittsburgh Beautiful Podcast already. And in this episode, I had the privilege of sitting down with the chief of police, Scott Schubert, who is quite an amazing photographer. And you can see that on his Instagram page. It's real easy to find, at PGH Police Chief. Follow along. And I wanted to have Scott on the program because, you know, you rarely see the human side of the people that serve our community. And um, watching Scott's uh, or or the chief's, instagram page and and the photos he puts up there it was obvious to me that he has a very very deep connection and a love of the city itself Um, obviously you need to be a dedicated public servant to to work your way up to being uh, chief of police Um, but he seemed to really enjoy the visual aspect of our city so this was a story i thought i had to tell and i wanted to sit down with scott and tell it and we met at la prima coffee in the strip district at their new location La Prima, some of the best coffee in town, and we had a real good conversation. I enjoyed every minute of it. So without further ado, the Pittsburgh Beautiful Podcast starts now. Prima Coffee on Smallman Street, it's their new shop if you haven't been here, and uh, I'm actually sitting with Scott Schubert, uh, the chief of police in Pittsburgh, so first I want to thank you for taking your time to be here, Scott. Um, thank you,
1: thanks for uh, allowing me to, to be
0: a part of this. It's um, it's really interesting, it, it, whenever whenever I think about you know growing up and, and um, sitting next to a police officer, for some reason
1: with me, it always makes me nervous. <laughs>
0: Do you get that ever? Do people get nervous around
1: you? Um... I think sometimes it's just uh, the uniform. People get nervous so the the authority that the officers have. Um, you know, just think about when you're driving down a street and there's a police car behind you. It doesn't matter if you're a current police officer, a retired police officer, or a citizen. Everybody gets nervous when a police officer is behind them. Yeah. So, but yeah. No, we're all we're all human, and you know we all like the same things. So. Right. Nothing to be right. worried about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping you don't take me away here in handcuffs. <laughs> if I if I do something wrong, give, give me a heads up first. Okay.
0: Um, but. The real reason that I wanted to invite you on the uh, podcast is um, I I don't hear a lot of podcasts uh, with uh, law enforcement officers. Um, I think it would be really interesting to hear, uh, especially for Pittsburgh, uh, your story. And and one of the things I find very interesting about um, you, and we don't know each other that well. We met each other at at, um, Emmanuel Fine Art Photography. Yep, that's correct. You're friends with Manny. I'm friends with Manny. Um, But you take a lot of pictures. I do. And you spend a lot of time all over the city, but you seem to spend an awful lot of time down near the point <laughs> and up on Mount Washington. And so I, I want to get to that in a minute. But first, tell me a little bit about you know where you're originally from um, and and how you how you got into law enforcement and and now here you are at you know the top law enforcement officer in in, in the city. So tell me a little bit about your background.
1: Okay, so. Um, uh Born and raised in Pittsburgh. I grew up in Beachview, uh, live in Brookline for the last 20-some years. Uh, my father, late father, was a Pittsburgh police officer from 1965 to 95. And uh, just growing up, the, the amount of respect I had for him and what he represented, how he represented to his, the things that, that, that you know I, I heard about him from other people, and just, just the level of respect that I saw others give him. Uh, I I just knew since I was a little kid, that's all I ever wanted to be. Not just to be a police officer, but to be a Pittsburgh police officer. So, uh, you know, I was fortunate to get on the police department in 1993 and worked a couple years with my father uh, before he retired. And uh, having him there to pin my badge on was probably the the best thing that's ever happened to me uh, and uh, something that's very memorable and something I'll always cherish. Obviously, I, I he passed away from cancer in '96. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he didn't get to see be here to see the going through the ranks as a is a detective, a sergeant, a lieutenant, a commander, an assistant chief, and then uh, chief of police back in uh, beginning of 2017. Uh, but I know he's looking down. Yeah, yeah, it's. You know, it's really
0: funny, you mentioned your father, literally last night, I was, um, I had this old, like, I, I don't know, I don't know what they call them, I don't know why, but it's like, you know, guys, we have like our own version of a jewelry box, to mm-hmm. keep our watches in and stuff like that, so I had a really old one that I wanted to pull out and clean out and put in my, and put in our, um, our dressing room, and I found this old box, um, and I had all this junk in it, mementos for my kids and stuff, and, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put these in the box, and then my jewelry case will be clean and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Well, I pulled out a, a card out of this box that I I keep telling my wife, there's something about why I found this card, because I don't remember putting it in here, but it was mm. from my father. My father uh, passed away a couple years ago. Same no, thing cancer. You really. Thank you. But um, uh, it's one of those things where it, the card he wrote to me was a thank you for something that I helped him with twenty. Or 24 oh, wow. years ago, and he had all these nice things to say. And I don't for the life of me remember saving that card. Wow. I knew everything that was in that box, but when I pulled that out, it just it put me on the floor. Yeah. You know, and, and it's one of those things where you say, you know, you know he's looking down. Sometimes we doubt that kind of stuff, but then something happens in your life and you're like, a dad put this here. There's yeah. no way I would have never <laughs> said, you know, I was twenty six years old i, I, I didn't save this stuff back then yeah. so um but that's that's quite a privilege so you, growing up in beachview um what, what are some of your favorite memories of, of beachview and growing up because uh, that's a great neighborhood in this city. so
1: I, some of the great things of growing up is going up to the park uh we had several like vannucci and and uh alton and spending time with friends um you know just. It was just a. It was a close. To me, it was a close-knit community. Uh, you know, playing sports, uh, just doing things with friends, and uh, I, I still to this day remember on summer evenings, uh, the, Mr. Frosty would come around with the ice cream that you don't really see as much. There was good humor as well. But, right. Right. But Mr. Uh, Mr. Frosty. Uh, yeah. And uh, it just. Uh, you know, there's so many, so many good memories of between grade school and and high school at Brashear and uh, just loved it. Uh, we actually looked when I first got on the police department to try to stay in Beachview and, and just couldn't find the house we were looking for and ended up uh, moving to Brookline where me and my wife ended up settling and mm-hmm. been there for the last uh, twenty. For 25 years now so you you growing up in
0: the city and living in the city your entire life um, you've seen the ups and downs that Pittsburgh has seen over the last 30 40 years and uh, what are your thoughts about say the last particularly the last
1: five years because I feel like this place is I mean just to be candid it's booming uh, it's it's incredible to, to look and I and I remember the the city from the 70s, and the changes in the 80s, and even in the 90s, and, and so on. Um, I mean, we have now have 90 communities in Pittsburgh, and uh, you know, we, we pride ourselves in, used to be 90 unique uh, neighborhoods. Right. Um, but the way it's changing, just, just in the last five years, still blows me away, because I'll drive through different areas and say, when I first came on the police department, like, none of this was here. It didn't look like this. But I think it's making the the Pittsburgh better, and we're here down in the the Strip District now, and to see what's going on in the Strip District, uh, just in the next couple years, what it's going to look like even more. Yeah, looking at Lawrenceville, looking at South Side Slopes, South Side Flats, uh, East Liberty, Larmer. I mean, it's incredible all the things that are going on. And uh, to me, uh, as I drive around and look around, it's. I'm seeing more people, but I'm, I'm really seeing more beauty of the city. And that's yeah. one of the things I really value and appreciate. Um, one of the things I love about downtown Pittsburgh uh, is the uh, the mixture of the old architecture yes. and the new. Um, I think it's pretty, pretty fascinating. And, uh, you know, just being from Pittsburgh, loving Pittsburgh, and uh, that's kind of where I try to take pictures of it and just share it with other other people.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, the the whole 90 neighborhood thing is something that when I um, started Pittsburgh Beautiful, which I actually started 10 years ago, but it, it, it's really been the last three or four years that it's kind of started to take hold um, and people started to notice it. Um, the whole 90 neighborhoods thing was interesting to me because... As I started to research, and I used to come here in the 70s, my family, part of my family was originally from Castle Shannon. So, um, and I say this on every podcast, so all my listeners are going to roll their eyes. But in the 70s, I actually thought that you came to Pittsburgh to die because all of my father's older relatives would pass away. Yeah. And I was from the town in central PA, and my dad would say, We're going to Pittsburgh next weekend the question was who died you know so through a series of mishaps i ended up moving here in 93 and seeing all these changes but what i thought was really interesting is anytime you looked to find information on areas of the city the most information was you know the hot areas at the time shady side squirrel hill all that stuff and now um those areas are still great areas but you're starting to see, and I, I did this with Pittsburgh Beautiful, more and more information coming out on the smaller neighborhoods, like yeah. Bon Air. I mean, I didn't know yeah. there was a neighborhood named Bon Air, and that it was only about the size of yep. a nickel, you know. But all of these other areas are starting to move out. I think that it, it's still going to be uniquely um, distinct in neighborhood, but with the Renaissance that's yeah. going on, it's starting to bring those characters out and kind of pulling that stuff. Together. Yeah,
1: it's pretty, it's pretty neat. In fact, you moved here in 93. That's when I started on the police department it was 1993. Um, but I think but, you might've arrested me that year. Yeah, man, it's, possible. Yeah. Yeah. it's possible. Uh, but no, you'd remember me. <laughs> I don't know that I'd remember you, but you'd remember me. <laughs> but it's, 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 it is, it's kind of neat because if you go back to, to then, um, most people stayed in the communities they lived. So if their family lived in the community, they stayed in that area, that immediate area. And I think what's pretty neat to see now is the, the movement. So you got people moving into the city, um, but you got people moving from community to community. And right. back in the day when you know you didn't you didn't move the bridge, you didn't cross the bridge. you right. Stayed where you were at. And, right. Uh, you know to see that has changed. But looking around the city, you mentioned Bon Air. Yep, I know I know where that's at. Um, you know, you look at Polish Hill, small little community, yeah, beautiful place. I think that's going to explode uh, down the road because it's just a beautiful terrain, and it's it's connected to everything. You can get anywhere. Uh, but I think that's the same with any community. You look in Pittsburgh, you have that opportunity. So it's, I'm 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 actually looking forward, and I hope I'm still around to see what Pittsburgh looks like ten years from now. Yeah, with everything that's going on,
0: especially the the construction uh, downtown on the riverfront. Which brings me to to a question that I've always I've always had, um, and I'm I'm not I don't think you know the answer to this, and I have obviously don't expect you to know the answer to this. Um, what what are they going to do with the jail? I mean, that's some serious real estate right there. It always it always amazed me that they decided to to, and I think this might be right around your time, or maybe yeah, it was when after, you started, Right, after, right. Yeah. Um, It it always amazed me that they they decided... Now, look, I don't get into politics or economics or anything like that. Just from a... Like, at the time, I was a younger man. I was investing in real estate in Pittsburgh. And I, you know, okay, we're building this new jail down by the river. I mean, to me, those are the greatest views in the city.
1: Well, I think... To be honest with you, I I think if you go back to the 70s and you go back to the 80s and even going into the 90s, um, other places around the country... Focused on their waterways, right? And I don't think we did. I, think about what used to be on the on the waterways, where the steel mills and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, and the railroad, and the railroad tracks. The railroad yeah. tracks. Yeah. Um, but it used to drive me nuts thinking, like you've, you're on the water. People want to be on the water. People, um, but I don't know if it was a factor of just that if it was real estate that the the county owned yeah yeah um and obviously because of the courts and stuff like that it needed to be centrally located towards downtown because yeah, of transporting prisoners it yeah yeah the original jail was getting old so, and outdated but, uh, i mean what they i think they called it the taj mahal on the Mond when it right. was first <laughs> first <laughs> right, built did, but yeah. um yeah but uh i mean it's they do a great job down there i mean it, it's doing a lot of good work in the in the in the jail and uh and it, if you look look at it from it's it fits into the you know it's funny the it you know, it architecture of Pittsburgh which is it, which it is does. Good.
0: Well, I'm thinking that maybe in the next couple of years they'll go condo on top. <laughs> so, you Price know so on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well listen, um, what I do want to, to get into a little bit more is um, you know the way we met through uh, Manny um for those of you who are listening to Ma- Emmanuel Fine Art Photography uh, downtown Manny's a great photographer and I was at um an event there I think two years ago yeah, yeah. and uh, you happened to be there and Manny introduced us and little did I know at that point I just thought oh wow I just met the chief of police that's pretty cool Manny and him are friends um so when we come back from the break uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about photography maybe about how you met Manny or okay. how you know him and um because you take some beautiful pictures on your and you put them up on your Instagram account. And I I think that's pretty incredible. So we'll be right back after a short break. Okay. So we're back from the break and, uh, I'm here with Scott Schubert, the chief of police in Pittsburgh. uh, and we talked about Scott's roots in Pittsburgh and, um, born and raised in beachview and now still lives in the city obviously um and one of the things that kind of led me to invite you on the podcast and and again thank you for being here i you know you got a busy job we actually i have to confess we were we were trying to connect i reached out to scott we did connect we scheduled a time and um i misread it and i left the chief of police hanging and I, honest Scott, I thought I was in trouble. And um, so I want to thank you for, for coming no, back and being so gracious. No, that, no problem at cause all. Because I, I know I've been left out to dry a couple times and you're sitting there going, what the hell, where the hell is this guy? So um, one, of the, one of the most interesting things I think about um, Scott as the, as the chief is that he, he seems to have a penchant for taking pictures. And um, in the position you're in, I know it's, it can be a 24-7 job. So uh, you seem to make pretty good use of that with your Instagram account, which is uh, at PGH Police Chief, right? Is that That's what is? correct. Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah, PGH Police Chief. At PGH Police Chief. But um, among all kinds of other things you do that are law enforcement related, uh, honoring fallen officers and in other areas of the of the country and, and things like that, uh, are some of the pictures you take and, and that you put up. So tell me a little bit about how that started and, and why why you do that.
1: Um, so I just I love Pittsburgh. I love uh, when I'm going to work in the morning, I love starting off the day with a sunrise if I can. Um, just, I think it's spectacular. And getting to meet people who are also out looking, whether walking or taking pictures themselves or just tourists. Um, and, uh, and even sunsets. I love sunsets as well. And, uh, you know, I started out probably about 10, 12 years ago just with my cell phone. And my hobby is just trying to frame the shot. Mm-hmm. and trying to capture what you know, what I'm seeing in my mind of what I want and uh, you know I would share it on social media uh, like Facebook and things like that and people seemed to like it so I, when I would do it i just put more on and then when I made Chief um, we end up doing an Instagram account for me um, because people wanted to see some of my pictures right so and I, like I said I love Pittsburgh I, I love everything about it and you know just I, I use that I, I'm the only one that puts it on for Pittsburgh Police Chief. Everything that goes on or comes from me, and uh, and I like to just one highlight the the excellent work that our officers do, um, to, to memorialize officers that are killed in line of duty. Which uh, nobody was killed last night, but in New York City right. uh, two officers were ambushed and uh, shot, yeah. uh, which is which is horrible. Um, but also putting and trying to highlight Pittsburgh, all the good things that we have in this city. That people can enjoy, and that's that's really where it started. And then, uh, and when I three years ago my 50th birthday, uh, people kept telling me to include uh, Manny Manuel. Um, you know, you need to get a camera. you need to get a camera, and I wouldn't do it. And a uh, couple officers that I'm you know very close with uh, for my 50th birthday uh, surprised me with a, a Canon Rebel camera. Oh yeah, and I started. Going out, Manny taught me some some additional things, and uh, you know, never looked back, and just try to capture things as 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 I can.
0: Yeah, and and I've been following them for a while now, and and um, it, it's. You know, you think of somebody in in your line of work. You don't. You, you almost never think of them as a as a regular human being. You know, it takes a special person to dedicate yourself to to anything that's involved with, as a first responder in the military or anything. But then you start to see this human side of them, and that's what was interesting to me. And those are the stories we try to tell in Pittsburgh Beautiful. So, you know, if, if you're listening to the podcast, you, you want to go to Instagram. You want to check out at Pgh Police Chief, um, and just pay attention because. Um, it, it 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 also gives a little insight into into your life. Sometimes I'm thinking this guy's never sleeping. You know he's.
1: <laughs> Sometimes
0: it, here does not feel like I am? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here he is starting work. Hey, Snap! There you go. And now those are now all these pictures. Are they mostly on your Canon or you're still? Throwing so I do, from the I still thing, throw right?
1: some like I did some winter shots uh, the other day on Friday right with the snow and uh, I did those on my just on my cell phone yeah. Um, but just if I see something that, that, and I can stop and do it, I will. Yeah. And uh, everything is just to really promote the city, just because yeah. it's it is. It's a beautiful city. We have good people. You know, do we always agree? No. Um, do we sometimes make mistakes? Yes. But when something happens, we all come together as one, and that's one thing that, that I really love about Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, it, it's something we'll get into in a couple minutes. There's a question I ask everybody I do the podcast with, and I'll obviously ask you. I already know what the answer is going to be, um, but there's always a chance it won't be that, but but you'll see. Okay. Um, so you, you seem to highlight a lot of the, we talked about this earlier, a lot of the, the uh, areas like you're down at the Point, you're over on the north side, yeah. you're up at Mount Washington. Um, the, those are all beautiful places, but are there a couple other spots in the city that you have taken some photos at while you've been either on your way to duty or on
1: duty that, that you consider even on par with that? Um, yeah, I mean, there's pictures from, obviously, like, the 30, 31st Street Bridge looking into the city okay. is incredible. Up in the Hill District, looking down right. uh, that way is incredible. I love going on the north side um, and looking down from the hills, capturing it that way. Um, you know, East Liberty, Oakland. I mean, there's just, there's so many different things. You could... You could go around every day to a different spot and probably get through the whole year. Yeah. And come up with something that's pretty spectacular. Uh, you know, I'm just simply taking a picture. It's it's the creation of of uh, you know the city and, and God's landscape of you know puts it out there. and We just capture it.
0: Yeah, I th- I think it's pretty incredible that the areas that you mentioned. There are very few places in in this city that you can't find some sort of view that. It'll blow you away. Yeah, coming out absolutely. of the Squirrel Hill tunnels oh God, around yeah. the, around the corner, and the city it's appears it, in front. It's of right you.
1: there, coming through the you know the four pit tunnels. Yep. And the city just hits you. Even coming from it's the Parkway for, yep. down, down from the north down, yep. you come around, and all it's of a there. sudden it comes into view. One, one yeah. of the one of my favorite spots of uh, views, anyways, is when you come up onto Veterans Bridge uh-huh. off of Twenty Eight, and you're making that bend, uh-huh. and it just appears the city yeah. and the wall, you know, the water and the bridge, and it's just it's an incredible sight to, to see. Yeah, and um,
0: the, the explosion of um, pictures and photography in this city in the last five years has been incredible as well. And that, that's kind of where, where we get a lot of uh, our, our content from is followers that send pictures in. I mean, I haven't... I have an email account right now that I have about forty-five pictures from last night. Oh wow! That they submitted on the Pittsburgh Beautiful app, which I'm kind of hoping the chief downloads because it is. I free. will. I just I just saw <laughs> it. I, I'm, I'm going to. If you had to pay for it, I'd give it to you. No, no, free, no, But it's free no, already. No, I'll do even but, uh, If it was <laughs> cost up, I would do it. We'll give you your own gallery. How about that? We'll give it. We'll give the chief's gallery on Pittsburgh Beautiful if you submit them. But. Um, but I, I, I think that's, I think it's just incredible the difference that we're seeing here. So the question that I wanna ask you, and, and it's this is, I think sometimes, uh, I think it's a harder question for people that I interview that are actually lifers. They've been here their entire lives um, okay. to answer. Uh, for people that come from the outside, it's
1: a real quick one-off answer. What's your favorite thing about Pittsburgh? Favorite thing is, to be honest, I think it's the people. I think it's the people that you get to meet. Um, People go out of their way to help you. Um, you know, one thing about Pittsburghers is you can't give directions because your directions are going to be like go up, make it right, get on. To, you know, <laughs> yeah. to the what used to like thrift used to be the thrift drug, make yeah. a left, now no. make it right where it used to be. You know, the white tower. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Go down way <laughs> so, so, so to where the drug is. Sometimes be, but then it was a Seven Eleven, but now it's a gas station, <laughs> and you make a left. Yep. And sometimes, you know, and I, I do it all the time. You know, I'll, I'll say, just follow me. And, uh, you know, I'll follow my car. And If it takes me a few blocks out of the the way, it takes me a few blocks out of the way. But it's not just me, it's a lot of people do that. Um, and people take time to, to talk to you and tell you. Um, one of the things I love too, and I just you know you see in cars right here as they go by, when uh, people still have, you know courteous and you know wave when you allow them to yield and, and cut through yeah. and stuff like that, pedestrians yeah. and um, you know you don't see that in other places.
0: No, and and you answered that a hundred percent. That that's the one hundred percent response I get. It doesn't matter whether the person is from Pittsburgh, yeah. not from Pittsburgh, and. When I first moved here in 93, I moved here from Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh and Philly have this weird relationship, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, and I don't think, in, in, unless you've lived in both places, you don't have an understanding of both, and I'm lucky enough to have lived for a period of time in both. Now, I'm okay. in Pittsburgh much longer, but um, I don't think that... that people understand the difference. When I moved to Philly after uh, it was for college, after about a month and a half or two months there, I called my mom. She said, how are things going? I said, mom, I love it here. It's a big city. It's really cool. I'm having a great time, but the people are so mean. <laughs> and she said, she said to me, honey, everything will be all right. They're not mean. It's there. It's just the way like they big. are. Instead of saying, how can I help you? They say, what do you want? Yeah. You know, and yeah. stuff like that. But when I moved to Pittsburgh, the first thing I noticed, one of the first things I said to my mother at that time, was the people are so nice. Yeah. I don't. I'd I'd, Why are they so nice to me? They're supposed to be mean. Yeah. And I mean, that's a really simple way of putting it. Absolutely. But I think the neighborhoods, the way they come together, and the region, the way it comes together, um, is is number one. Yeah, without um, a doubt. So before we before we. Uh, I'm actually kind of afraid to leave here now because I feel like I'm actually in the safest place (laughs) in Pittsburgh right now. But uh, (laughs) um, before we wrap this up, uh, obviously, it wouldn't be – it would be – I'd be remiss if I didn't say, you know, tell me some things that some people can do to help the the law enforcement and first responders in their neighborhoods. I mean, uh, because I think sometimes we get so caught up in – the politics of life, and 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 is this neighborhood safe? or Is that neighborhood safe? I mean, you know, I think life in general is as safe as you're willing to make it for you and everybody around you.
1: So, what are some that of the things that, true. That, that we can do to help you? So, the the first thing I would do is is tell you, tell your your listeners that if you see a police officer, go up and talk to them. Go up and and, and just say hi, thank them for their service. It, it means so much to an officer because. We don't, we don't often hear it and it does, it means a lot to us that what we're doing is valued. Um, and two, just for being engaged. you know, know what's going on in your community no matter where you're at. You know, you see people walking by and you know, I'm surprised I don't see somebody here walking across the street who's just, they're focused on their phone and they're not watching what's around them and they become uh, an easy victim for somebody who wants to do something. you know, see something, say something, see something going on, it's not right, doesn't look right, um, call 911 and, and report it, uh, follow us on social media, uh, we have Pittsburgh Police uh, is on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Facebook, and they put a lot of information of what's going on, so knowing what's going on in your community by getting these updates, you know, you may see something and say, oh my God, I just saw something on... Uh, you know, Facebook of something similar that's been going on in a community, and then you can, you know, report it right away. Uh, instead of seeing something like, ah, I'm not sure if that's anything, and then you don't do anything about it, and then you find out a week later there was a series of those things going on, and you, you didn't report it, you know. So I'd say that's probably the biggest thing getting engaged. If there's community meetings where law enforcement is a part of, you know, if you've got time, go, go visit it. Um, but you can get a lot off of social media, what's going on uh, in your community as well. Each zone does a community update um, of what's going on, so you can see the different communities. We have six zones in, in the city of Pittsburgh, uh, and each zone puts out crime information. Uh, so the, it's there. you just got to become engaged uh, with it. And there's a lot of things on the city website for the police that you can look at numbers and see what's going on uh, and uh, be you know, better informed. I think it's
0: interesting that you say, you know, walk up to an officer, talk to them, thank them for their service. Uh, we so often associate that with, with members of the military, um, and I don't think we associate that enough with the law enforcement officers in
1: our community because they're putting their lives on the line every single day. Every day. And, and one thing I always say is the officers are out there. They don't care who you are. When somebody calls 911, they don't get on the phone and say, hey, who's on the other end? They go. They just go. And they're yep. willing to put their lives on the line when we've had officers killed uh, and injured in the past. Um, you know, they're going, and they're willing to put their lives in, in, in danger to save somebody they don't know. Right. And I think that speaks volumes. Yeah, and that's our everyday lives. Yeah. That's not, I
0: mean, and, and all due respect for members of the military, you know, most of the time they're on foreign soil. Uh, and they're protecting the interests of America, you know, whatever they may be in, in whatever fashion. And they volunteer to do that, too. Yeah. But when you're, when you're a law enforcement officer in any community, it doesn't matter if it's a small world community with five hundred people or, you know, like we just talked earlier, a, a large city like New York with yeah. you know, ten million people, or Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, every single day when you go to work, you don't know what's gonna happen that day. And absolutely. you're you're absolutely right. I there, luckily for me there's been few times in my life where I've had to have either a first responder or been involved in, in some sort of law enforcement issue, but it, it, there was never any question when they were requested to show up. You're right. They don't, they don't sit around and go, do, is it worth going? Yeah. I mean, do, we, yeah. do, do I know this guy? Do I not know this guy? Yeah. They just go. So with that being That's said, good. I want to thank you for thank your you. service. Thank I do, you. And, um, I uh, of course, it. thank everybody out there. And we mentioned before my wife's cousin is a law yeah. enforcement officer in Pittsburgh. And I actually knew him before he became a police officer in another life. And back then, I think it's something that's unique uh, with somebody who wants to become a a police officer. Back then, we were working a totally unrelated job together. All he talked about
1: was how he wanted to become a cop. That's what he wanted to do. I think it's a calling. I think it's something that's that's within you where you you want to help other people. And, uh, and, you know, I I appreciate everybody who who does it, who's willing to put the uniform on and go out and protect others and uh, help serve the community.
0: Yeah, well, thank you again, Chief, for for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for I do appreciate me. your time. And uh, once again, to remind everybody, you can see um, Scott. Should I call you Chief or Scott? Scott okay, I'll call yeah, you Scott. Scott. Does, does everybody call you Chief? A lot of when people they when you that. walk around. Does that it's drive you crazy? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, a all right. Bit. Well, if you want to see Scott's Instagram page, it's uh, it, it and it is the the official Chief yeah. of Police's page. Uh, it's at Pgh Police Chief. That's on Instagram. So follow him there. And like he said, uh, check in with Pittsburgh Police on their uh, social media. You can find them really easily uh, for any updates. And, and get involved and go out there and say thank you to a, to a police officer. Um, thanks again, Scott. Thank you. really I appreciate,
1: appreciate it. it. Thank you.
0: Well, that was a great conversation with the Chief of Police, Scott Schubert for the city of Pittsburgh and um, I can't thank him enough for his time. He does have a very serious and important job in this city and it's clear he takes it very seriously and it's also clear that he loves uh, the city that he was born and raised in. So once again, thank you, Scott, for being on the Pittsburgh Beautiful Podcast. You can follow the chief on Instagram at PGH Police Chief. Um, I highly encourage you to follow his Instagram feed. He puts up some great pictures of the city. He uh, pays tribute to officers all around, all around the country, not just in Pittsburgh. Um, and it's it's just a good idea to see who your community leaders are and, and how they feel about Uh, the community that they serve. And Scott is a lifelong Pittsburgher and um, we are forever indebted to him for his service to the city. So thank you again, Scott. Um, As always, thank you for listening to the Pittsburgh Beautiful Podcast. You can find us anywhere you look for your podcasts on iHeartRadio, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and you can also follow along on social media and on the web. We are Pittsburgh Beautiful Everywhere. And if you have that friend alexa with you you can ask her or him however you see it to play the pittsburgh beautiful podcast and i'm pretty sure that'll happen for you thanks again we'll catch you around the corner stay real